Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Look, at, Look us. at us. Oh, that was really good. Yes. Always. We're vibing today. Yeah. How are you doing, Whitney? I'm fabulous. We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics of all time today, reality TV. So oh, I cannot gosh. wait. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a fence. It's not my favorite, but I do have some good stuff because- you know, I was not completely not watching it. But yes, we're going to talk about reality today. But first, you know, we got to talk about what we've been consuming. So tell me, what did you dive into this week? So I feel like I'm kind of at a lull of uh, TV right now. Like, I feel like a lot of really great stuff ended. And like, but one thing that I've been falling asleep to... <laughs> for like the past like four months is the office um if you know me you know it's wait like actually you playing it to go to sleep i literally have played it and, <laughs> and watched like at least two episodes a night for the past four months literally and quite possibly like peacock has like these extended like episodes i've just been loving it like i can't tell you how much i love this series like and i just wanted to have Let's just go on record. I love Wait. The Office. It There's is nothing wrong with that. It is seriously my favorite series. Like I think it has to be my favorite series of all time. Like I can watch it over and over. I literally finished it, cried, <laughs> and then went wow. back to episode one. Like, wow, that's it's nuts. But I just think that it's just such. It's like the most brilliant writing. I someone slacked me. I mean, slacked me, LOL. Um, someone DM'd when we were talking about <laughs> on um, on the on our Instagram handle, Habit. which which you should um, which you should follow, listener. Yes, you uh, should follow us on Instagram. Look at us, Pod. Someone DM'd when we were talking about if you were to teach a writing class of oh. your best of the best series um, to learn from, which would which series would you choose? Like, if you were to teach a writing class and then have to give the students, watch these series. They're the best series to learn from. Um, and someone uh, actually DM'd me and said, I have, I am currently in a TV writing class and we are watching The Office. And I was like, what? I was like, that is so appropriate. And they, we like had the whole conversation about it. Be, and like, she was just like basically saying that it's, it's like they're, TV writing course says that it's like a perfect series to learn writing from. So that's really fun. Yeah, it's the best. Mm. I love it so. Is much. Is that what triggered you to start watching it again? I don't. I don't know. I feel like whenever I, it like just cheers me up. I feel like yeah. I, know, oh, I get that. Yes, and then one hundred percent. I feel like you have like your series that you always return to for comfort. Like, I also was just, like, going through, like, a lot of change in my life recently, and I wanted something constant. Yeah, and, and something familiar, yeah. And The Office is always there for me, so I'm yeah. just such a big fan. I love it so much. I love I love that, because we all need that. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we feel like, maybe we should watch something else. No, I'm good. No. I want to watch The Office again yeah. and again. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I love that. Um, what about you? But... I started watching something new and I was sort of sleeping on the show, but it's only been season one. I started watching Harlem, which I, I truly, movie. truly think it's going to be the new black sex in the city. It's doing such a oh. good job. Yes. It's very good. Um, I mean, it follows four black women in Harlem and it was really fun because a lot of the times I was guessing where they were and like, Saying, oh, I know where they were because we used to live up there. Um, yeah, so it was. It's just so good. It is. It's really fun. I think they have some kinks to work out, but you know, it's only season one. Um, yeah, it just had me hooked, and I was hooked from the beginning. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, it, it's just good. There's a lot of consumption of it in the two days that I binged it, but it was very fun. So. Um... When this came out, uh, I watched it like actually the night that it dropped. I was I was staying in, and as I do, <laughs> and I literally watched it all in one night. But there was a 
a conversation happening on Twitter when this dropped because a lot of people were saying that it was just a regurgitation of the Stars series, um, Run the World, that had just come out like less than a few months later. And then there was a lot of discussion on Twitter just around like, why are we going through this like black girl friend group phase um, like in entertainment? Like it all just felt like it was one after the other. But why can't we have that? Exactly. And that's what a lot of people were saying was like, why, what does it matter that like insecure, it it's very similar to insecure. It's very serious, similar to run the world. And there was just like a whole long like dia like dialogue about just how. Eh. <laughs> also, I don't I, I don't know about Run the World because I I only I heard Run about that for like I only heard about that for such a short amount of time. But this Harlem is it, and I'm excited for season two. Yeah, because they they knew what they were doing. The writers were there, and it was smooth. So I don't know. But, I mean, I think yeah, what bye. Uh, yeah i mean it was just like a very it was it was actually a very interesting conversation and i of course i participated uh, yeah but like what yeah why should that even be a question like why can't black girl groups be on tv friend groups you know it's because each in the case of run the world and harlem it is insanely similar and like the fact that they came out um, within yeah. just a few months of each of each other, uh-huh. also made it seem like um, there's like we've entered into this like kind of we all want to be insecure type of vibe, um, and that was what the conversation was about. Like let's let's do something new and different. Let's try something That's, else. That sucks. That you know, <laughs> it does suck. Yeah, like why? Why did we yeah need to even bring that up? But you know, I mean, whatever. But, yeah, uh, I do think that, like Insecure, they, these are very different vibes of shows. Like the only through line is that they have girl groups who are friends. That's it. Well, not in the case of Run the World and well, and yeah, Harley. I don't, yeah, I guess I didn't watch that, but oh, yeah. if you're saying they're very ser- similar, oh, then I guess yeah, very, very. <laughs> it was almost as if, but, but then I, like how how was the quality of Run the World? Was it good? I actually really, really liked it. I thought it was more well, than well done. Harlem. My only issue with kind of both series but more so run the world is it didn't look and feel like harlem like i Mm. think that harlem got a lot better towards the end it did but one thousand percent yeah but like run the world to me it didn't feel it like however it was shot however the locations that they used it didn't feel like harlem and you could tell that it was shot in la maybe it wasn't but it kind of felt like that and like i think that when you're doing these types of series about a city it kind of has to feel like the city's a character and it didn't feel like the city was a character and run the world whereas in harlem it did feel closer and then in, in insecure la is like literally a legitimate <laughs> character in the series so i don't know but i also really loved run the world there i thought it was really great so i think it's just yeah Maybe I'll check it out. But yeah, I Watch was feeling Harlem all. this week. Yeah. 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 I was really feeling Harlem. But okay. that's perfect. Um, so we're going to take a little break and we're going to be back. And uh, we have a very fun episode for you guys. So stay tuned. And we are back. Today, we are talking about reality TV. Today, we're going to talk about the good and the bad that Black reality TV has to offer. In this episode, we're doing a little bit different than our other thematic episodes. We are going to do our top three and our our top three best and our top three worst of Black reality television. So let's add some parameters to this. First off, okay. um, the series must be either created by 
or mostly starring black people. So, Got example, it. America's Next Top Model, Fair Game, created oh, by a black woman. Oh, that's yes. fair game. Yes. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. And uh, as well as Making the Band, mostly starring and, and created by... <laughs> that's a double whammy. Mostly that's starring double whammy. and okay. created by black men wow okay okay um okay <laughs> i'm saying and, this like i don't know <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then the criteria that we are determining these are so we are we all know that reality tv is chaotic there's no better way to put it it's gone through eras of many many issues however the way that we're going to rank these was is it chaotic good, a.k.a. good for the culture, or chaotic evil, bad for the culture? Brandon, so if you want to get us going, <laughs> go ahead okay. and share what is your number oh. three of your best. Okay, so my number three, honestly, you kind of spoiled it because it was America's Next Time Model. That's my number. Yes, it was. That's my number three best. And it's for a couple of reasons. First of all, I do love Tyra Banks. I love her. And I just started listening to um, this podcast called You Want to Be on Top. And it's by Shea Coulee. And she goes through every single episode and literally has a special guest. And it's usually like, drag queens or people that works on the show and it's just it got me so excited about the show again um because i honestly watched uh, most of the cycles i think i probably stopped around like eight or nine but i love that shit and it was good and i love me some tai tai and she had some very good tv moments in there and yes they a lot of them were problematic and bad as we look back on them now but yes. they they were just it's just good it was good tv it was good TV and I loved it. So that's it. Okay. I think it's chaotic evil, yeah. but okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I do. I, I think at the time it was chaotic evil and I think it's chaotic evil today. I think Tyra, okay. everything that's come out I'm about not her asking is you to insanity. <laughs> also that woman that she came, Look. that came in there, that was a size two and she told her she needed to be a plus size model. I, I can't. So whatever, whatever, Tyra, you could kick rocks. Oh, that was like uh, a weird thing. And- yeah, no. And actually, I'm going to defend that because she said she was a size two and she wasn't. She wasn't because <laughs> she couldn't fit in the size two clothing. <laughs> so uh, so okay. you, and like most of that time was producers. A lot of this stuff, you know, it is is bad, but there are a lot of bad producers out there that want chaotic tv but anyway it's all chaos it's all chaos it's all chaos and i believe women so three. i believe she was a size two <laughs> okay sure okay and... so what's your number three all right fine uh, you he's, he's quietly getting me to get get off of tyra that's yes, what's happening here um but because i was about to go in on tyra but anyway i digress um my number three is baldwin hills um, this series uh, came out in 2007. It was on BET. Um, it was right after um, BET's massive success with their first reality TV series, which I will be talking about later. Um, and it was about um, affluent Black families living in Baldwin Hills. And at, at the time, I had never seen, um, like a like experience like this on television to see just like rich black people. And like, it was also during the time of like my super sweet 16. I think we were all just as a society really obsessed with like grander. Um, But we black people had kind of been like, there was only like, like what's his name's daughter. Um, Like from super super sweet 16. Oh my God. CeeLo. Tiana Taylor. Oh, and Tiana Taylor. She was in that. <laughs> um, but CeeLo's daughter was the one I remember the most. Um, but anyway, so it was just really interesting to watch this lifestyle and then also to see just like how similar they were. It just was at a time when 
uh, it felt really relatable. And I think reality TV is at its best when it's not um, like taking advantage of or exploiting. And it didn't feel like that. And uh, it was anthropology. It was like anthropology. And um, yeah. And uh, also fun fact, if you didn't watch Baldwin Hills, uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph. Okay. Well, add that to your list because it's very good. Uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph was on it. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. Because she lived in Baldwin Hills at the time. And the way that she parented her son, the way she got in that ass, I was like, oh my God. This I is mean, tr- she is this literally triggering. America's number one mom. And <laughs> She's she, like, I'm not playing that on TV. I do it in real life. No, Brandon. There's one episode in particular where she towed him up and he literally looked at the camera. She's like, don't look over there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Like, that's literally how she was acting. Like, I I loved it. And uh, it was just really good. I felt very relatable. I loved it. All right, you're number okay. two. Okay. Okay, so this actually gets pretty hard because, I mean. Very hard. I, th- th- all, if there's a theme here, all of my stuff is, like, very early 2000s because I kind of stopped after this. But I also the, think. The rise of. Uh, uh, reality shows but yeah VH1 but also getting it also our tv habits our tv tastes changed oh like, yes for sure like but not just like us like not just like either young people everyone's tv taste changed that was like around yeah. like like breaking bad like all of this all of this like really in- the rise of incredible scripted television like started to come in as we watched reality tv decline and we needed that because <laughs> it's bad. Okay, yeah. So this was this was difficult, but it's uh, it's the whole multiverse of making the band. So starting <laughs> with making making a band two, yeah. Uh, because I loved the band. Uh, mm-hmm. I bought the album. Dana- I truly did. What about Danny Kane? Wait, I'm talking about oh, okay. the two right now. <laughs> Okay. And now I'm going to go to number three <laughs> with Danity Kane because I definitely bought those two albums. I've seen them in concert twice and I loved them. AKA and good I for always the said, I always said, Diddy, like, he, this man is a genius for bringing these people into our homes. I loved it. Yes, they were like strict and like he was like nuts and like kind of, uh, like like a lunatic most of the time but you loved to see him bring the best out of people and with uh what was the boom cat oh boom my cat god oh my oh, god i can't remember her name right now tracy, gosh i can't believe i didn't write no, it down uh tracy oh no it's not tracy but uh it's like ann something ann I don't know. Stacy Ann? <laughs> no. Lorianne! Lorianne, Lorianne. That's good. Lorianne <laughs> Gibson. If you could have just stuck but, in oh, there with I, me. <laughs> I I did. But I love that. I loved it all. And it declined when he made Day 26. I hated <laughs> them. They were trash. And I still cannot to this day get over the fact that he, in a show full of black and brown people, he gave that white man a whole solo career. Do you remember that? No. Donnie? Donnie? And so, in making a band Donnie. four, making Donnie. a band four, he created Day 26, and then he also gave Donnie a solo career. That was a whole thing. And I was like, I don't understand what I'm watching here. And wow. then it was over. But yes, I think the, I think it's Danity Kane came into my life because of Diddy and I absolutely love it. Yeah. I love it. I still listen to those albums. I do. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. What's your number two? Um, so I agree with you that mm. uh the best era of reality TV before like prestige television entered our lives was in the early two thousands. Um, mm-hmm. that's when we were all watching all, that's all we did all the time. And the <laughs> only, literally all the only network that just won't let it go is TLC. But yeah, that's all we did all the time was to make that. It's also very cheap to make. 
and that's, yeah, like, that's yeah, another yeah. thing but anyway that's either here nor there um my introduction into the real housewives franchise Hmm. happened it around this time i remember my sister who is quite frankly the most like <laughs> <laughs> ashley loves reality television if you don't know my sister's name is ashley and she loves reality television more than any person i've ever met in my life I and while when we all decided to go to prestige television ashley was like she said nah, i <laughs> Not she said what? I'm good. Yeah. We used <laughs> to watch right over here. the real world and the challenge and everything. And Ashley still to this day watches the challenge. She's even gotten her husband. I didn't even know that stuff was still on TV. Brandon, Brandon, not only is it still on, those people are still there. Anyway, I digress. Um how much money sister, do they make doing seasons things like this? Sorry, pull over. I mean the It thing, can't be a lot. They're very extremely cheap to make. That's the thing about reality. No, television. but I'm asking about the people who are. Oh, on it. Like, you'd have to ask Ashley. I have no idea, Brandon. <laughs> I have no idea. Forget Google. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also consulted her for uh, a little bit of inspiration for this episode. I can't let that go by without uh, saying okay. that. But anyway, back on the road, my sister introduced me to the Real Housewives back um, when the only one that existed was Orange County. And she was like, you need to watch this series. And I was like, this is okay. You know, whatever. I watched it. And I thought it was funny. Um, and then I saw a commercial on Bravo for a new Real Housewives that was coming that was set in Atlanta. And I'll never forget, <laughs> Nene came on that screen and she had that short little bob piece Oh and God. she whipped her hair. It wasn't even like, I don't even remember if it was like a short, I don't remember, but it was just like, she had her hair and she whipped it around real quick. And I was sold. I honestly, yes. I watched that season and the way that she was getting Kim together. I had never seen a black woman gather a woman they so frequently wait i actually i think that's the perfect definition of frenemy yes so <laughs> frequently and thoroughly did she drag that woman and oh, wow. it's it's not even that i think real housewives is good for the culture because in so many ways it isn't it's, it's not but okay it's on my best because it truly did like come in and disrupt the entire real housewives industry it became the most watched it proved a lot about black women in our agency. And I just love the strength of what it used to be. I know it's not at its greatness as it used to be back in the day, mostly because of our dearly departed uh, Lanethia. And if they would just kindly Who? give her Nini Lanethia. Oh, wait, she's, I feel like every time I see it, like she's back on. No, she's not on it anymore. Mm. No. I swear and she like Andy she did a mass it. exit like twice. I oh mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's horrible. But they need her. He's they horrible. need her. They need they her. Do need and her. like I think that Real Housewives of Atlanta is good for the culture because it gave us Needy Leaks. That's Mike true. And it also gave us uh Sheree's best moment when of she looked at that man and said, Who gonna time. check me, boo? I still I think about that scene. <laughs> Cause you know, I got that shirt so often. Oh yeah, you that, do. That T by Sheree. And do you know that she's still to this day trying to launch She by Sheree? <laughs> that is a current storyline. <laughs> it was really just somebody, somebody put it in a song and like I saw her make a TikTok or something about it. Bridget. And she's like, it must be winter, winter or fall or something like that. <laughs> Summer, spring. Summer spring. <laughs> Summer, spring, summer, summer, spring, uh, summer. <laughs> <laughs> and it oh, come out when it comes out. Christ. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> Wait, was she the one when they had the big old pit and she was like, "My house is being built," and they they went yeah. to go see it, and it was literally. <laughs> I mean, come on! It was a giant hole in the floor. <laughs> they said, "Uh, where's your house, man?" I can't. 
gonna be done spring summer. <laughs> Why did she lie so much? She was a big fronter. Yes, she was and like a big that fronter. was. It was just. I mean, this from the sayings to just like everything. Real House of Atlanta deserves to go down in history as one of the best black reality TV series of all time. Come on now, mm. give it to him. I love it. I love it. All right, what's your oh, number one? Very fun. Okay, so my number one is a whole category, and oh, it my. is under Tiffany Poland, aka Miss Pollard. New York Pollard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Pollard. Tiffany Poland. <laughs> Tiffany Pollard. He thinks all he thinks all her listen, names are destinations. New York listen, Poland. Well, yes. Well, okay. She is Miss New York. Uh ever since we were introduced to her on that first season of Flavor of Love, mm-hmm. I was hooked. Hooked. Mm-hmm. He brought her back just to break her heart all over again. Yes, she had some very, very toxic moments, but they were so fun. And it all seemed fake scripted. So it it didn't seem like, oh my gosh, like they're actually fighting. They're like doing all this crazy stuff. Yes, she was like trying to fight, but they never got close enough unless Pumpkin spit on her. But when she grabbed, when she grabbed Pumpkin and she said, I know you didn't. I know you didn't. That those were the fights. Babe. That whole scene, th- th- honestly, come on, we all would have done something, but you never, it never like escalated bigger where you see fights now on TV. Yeah. That it's like, it feels like, oh my God, this is a draining. It was pure comedy. Yeah. They had those women on there to give us entertainment, and they did. And she had all those spinoff shows. Wait, and I wrote them all down. So <laughs> please read them. <laughs> so she, had, she was on Flavor of Love one and two. She was also on I Love New York, and she had three seasons of I Love New York. So she went through all the men. Um, and then she had New York Goes to Work. She had New York Goes to Hollywood. Um, and I think that's it from her, like, branch of VH1 shows. And then she was just on – she's been on a whole bunch of other – She was on Big Brother. She gathered those people, she, too. She, she gathered those people on Big Brother, the UK version of Big Brother. She said, look, I didn't come here to play with y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did. And then she was on, this, like, that love, that hip-hop one. And I don't remember what it was, but this is the best thing that came from her when she said – she was on a date with that man. and. She goes, I'm not playing with you. I want my eggs cracked, meaning I want a child. I want my name dropped, meaning I want to get married. I'm not fucking around with you. <laughs> Do you remember that? I just I just uh, clutched my pearls. That, when she said, and she was pointing at him in his face, she's like, I'm not fucking around with you. Honestly, is the funniest thing ever. And she was, she just delivers. She is actually and Iconic. literally the HBIC forever and always. Oh, she actually had that show, Brunch with Tiffany. Do you remember that? No. That was actually kind of funny. She would sit down with people and they would get drunk at brunch and just talk. What? <laughs> yes. That is yes. amazing. Yes. Does she have yes. a podcast? I feel like she needs one. She probably has some out there, but she is always out here. She's doing so much. Remember still. there was an exhibit in New York? For a while uh, at the small experimental um, gallery in New York that was like in dedication of Tiffany Pollard. And it was anyway, Wait, I had what I invited you. I remember and you were like, oh, I'm down. But like the hours were really weird anyway. <sighs> but we uh, yeah, I mean, she love her so much. I agree with you. She's <sighs> uh, definitely in my honorable mentions, um, but she did not make okay. it into my top three because I really did keep my this top was hard. three. Yeah, it was hard. It was really hard. But I also... So what's yeah. your number one? Um, okay, I guess you want me to get right to it. Um, I My number one is uh, Co- College Hill, um, BET, and they coin it as the first black reality TV show. Uh, so College Hill came out in 2004, and it was basically just following um, like college, black college students. Um, and it was just really it was real it was it was clear it was like a very like scrappy reality television show that Mm -hmm. like you could just tell it it kind of had that same like real world quality um meaning like not an ounce of this is scripted which we'll get to 
Um, but <laughs> the era of like just pure reality. But also it when it came when out did it come out two thousand now I already re- said it, it came out in two thousand and four. Uh-huh. And and so I was in high school at the time and I was like applying to colleges and I just remember feeling like very excited and uh it just made me I don't know, I had never seen that type of representation on television and I think it was really good for the culture and it had like some incredible um memorable moments and uh we didn't have twitter back then but if we did lord have mercy this would have been one of them so uh highly suggest checking it out i think it's all streaming um somewhere i think it actually could be streaming on hulu um but i remember recently someone was tweeting about the fact that all of college hill is now streaming and you can go watch it um i highly suggest it it's my number one of all time best black reality tv shows hmm. yeah it's really hard for me to go back and watch reality tv especially when it is like dated yes unless it's it something like crazy funny like the new york and flavor of love stuff. i did like, watch an episode of charm school though and like i was yeah, crying that, yeah because that shit's this shit's funny. I wish I could have put that in my whole I know, New York it was, section because she was not on that. I literally kept it was in my top three for a while, and I had to. I kept moving things around. But all right, I know you have some. Let's just rattle them off. Honorable mentions. Okay, honorable mentions for the best. Uh, okay, so I got to do Run's House. Oh, I love it's that. one of mine too. I, I loved it. Uh, I'm doing RuPaul's Drag Race. Because oh. how iconic, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Also, a good one that had me cracking up, Cheaters. Oh, wait. <laughs> Where, at what point? What? How are Black people involved with that? What? There were so many Black couples in Cheaters. <laughs> are you kidding? Yes. Yes. I actually, I remember there's a whole episode with this <laughs> trans couple, and it, it, it's iconic. <laughs> She showed up in this house and she told that house up. Brandon, I'm Cheaters. dead. I'm yes. dead. Uh-huh. Move on. Uh, I also really, really loved uh, how Keisha Cole set a bar, but I also think that the bar that she started with her whole um, family, the way it is, yes, yes, the family got too personal, and I think that could have been a lot of. You know, I think it was important though because a lot it wasn't. Of, it was also important. on my list. Because but. I think I think what it did was it just showed how like Keisha Cole was a rising star then. Like she was like killing it. And to show her family and how where she came from, I think that a lot of people related to that. And I think that only helped her in the future. Like her mom being addicted to drugs, you know, like that's crazy. But like it's reality for a lot of people. And so I think I that's why I think it was good for the culture. Okay. chaotic good <laughs> okay and that's that's all i have for the best honorable mentions okay so okay well, rattle yours off um so i you named quite a few of mine making the band is also on there i'm also uh i have uh flavor of love is on there for mine as well okay um i have charm school i think we already talked about that um real house eyes of potomac i recently discovered this i discovered it last year i I like watched the whole thing in like a matter of weeks but there was something really interesting that happened in the first season of the real housewives of potomac that i have never seen discussed in a way that i thought was a really important conversation which was now okay it is chaotic right but the reason i think it's chaotic good is because it just exposed this really great conversation around colorism and the way that they brought it up in that season, I thought was really eloquent. And I thought it was a conversation that needed to be had. And overall, I just thought it was a really great, a, a really great um, conversation. And I loved the way they handled it. So um, chaotic good, in my opinion. And then um, also uh, Braxton Family Values. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. The the We TV's uh, only moment in the sun. Uh, they <laughs> <laughs> the only toe the toe they got 
<laughs> no, we TV. What is that even? Yes. And oh then rest in peace uh, to the recently um, departed Braxton sister. Um, but anyway, all that being said, I really loved it um, for a lot of reasons. I didn't know so much about their history. I love Tony Braxton. So it was just really interesting to see their dynamic as all these sisters. Um, and I just thought it was really well done. I, I really enjoyed it. It was it was very well done. Yeah. And then finally, and also controversially, I'm putting Sweet Life in this. In the best? Um, it's an honorable mention for best. For one of the best ones. And the reason why is okay. because <laughs> What? The reason why is because yes, I think it has a lot of the attributes of a series that is not that great like but i do also think it's it's commenting on a really interesting culture and maybe you have to like be in la to like know these people see these people but like i think it's really i i do really like it so so yeah there's that those are my all of my honorable mentions lol (laughs) all right brandon give me okay let me your worst let's go to the let's go to the worst okay and that's a perfect segue because i thought the sweet life was one of the worst why and one of the biggest thing is because it felt so scripted and it was so sloppy that's and it has nothing to do with the people it has nothing to do with the people because of the weird drama that they tried to bring up and it didn't feel like they all felt like robots so that's why it did, it didn't land with me and I think there's a whole genre of weird scripted reality shows that they like you know you literally can like feel the producer saying oh say that and do this and this is the weird plot that you're going to like create and it's just it's not good for me and I thought it was very lame and it was it's just a waste of time I hated it I really did <laughs> Now, the people on it, good job for, you know, doing what you got to do. But it just felt, it was weird. And they, again, they really did feel like robots. And I didn't like that. I don't think so, it was scripted. Um, but oh, I, yeah, I, okay. could, I could see. <laughs> it is very much scripted. <laughs> they have a thousand I, cameras, you can tell. I think, uh, what, what makes you think that the cameras make it scripted? What kind of reality show is going to have a 30 cameras around you? <laughs> No. A lot of them. No. Like have you have you heard of a series called Big Brother? Those are stage cameras. They're in the <laughs> wall. They don't have a cameraman following you around. No, that's yes. very different. It's very uh, okay. different. And it's also have you heard of Flavor of Love? There was about 19 okay. cameramen on that that's set. That's also that's but they are not joking the way they were joking. Nobody was trying to date Flavor of Love like that. Okay. Or flavor, flavor. I, I do or think I do was? think it's a common format. I think they're trying to bring it back in a way, but I I could see why someone wouldn't like it because a it just feels juvenile and kind of silly to watch something like this right now. But I see what they're trying to comment on. Um, okay. I think that you don't have to defend it. I just didn't like it. <laughs> Sorry, you really don't like. I mean, but, it just wasn't the- good for me. But the but. presence of cameras does not mean scripted because we're going to talk about no, scripted. Okay. Go ahead to your number three. <laughs> okay. So my number three is um, being Bobby Brown. I think this was. What is that? Is that a real show? Yes, it is. Oh uh, my God. Okay. Wow. You hit a, uh, you have missed a very big cultural moment. Uh, yeah. So being Clearly Bobby for Brown. for the worst though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. And the reason why is I think it, um, exemplified everything that's really horrible about reality TV, um, which is exploitation. Um, and I, I think that's why I have such little respect for a network like TLC. I do think it's just so exploit, like you just, you're just exploiting people. Like there's nothing like, it's just so terrible, but there's, um, it only lasted for a season and that's probably because they were filming Whitney Houston at quite per- possibly her most uh, vulnerable. Uh, she clearly Oh, needed- wait, this was that show? Yeah. 
Oh. She clearly needed to be in rehab, and instead they turned it into a series when they should have been putting her into a program. So I think this is this was painful to watch, and it was terrible, and she's like one of the most iconic Black legends that we have, and it was just really sad. So Being Bobby Brown is my number oh, three. Wow. I did not realize that was that show. Oh, okay, yeah. There's a lot of reasons why I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh. Okay, so my number two is Black Ink. And <laughs> all of them, every city, is horrible. And a big reason is because of the toxicity of them fighting. I don't think that Black people should only be on this TV to truly fight. When I heard the there's a show about Black tattooists or whatever... I was excited because I'm like, oh, wow, they're going to show artistry. No. <laughs> I feel like the one episode or two episodes that I've watched, there was probably one person actually getting a tattoo. And the rest was about drama. And the rest was about fighting. And it's so bad. And when you say bad for the culture, this is the bad for the culture. And that it, this is so perfect because you know there is a black ink shop in Bed-Stuy. And there was a humongous fight outside of it literally last night as I was walking home. There was cops everywhere. They were being completely ghetto. And all of these older women. Ghetto is a good thing. Not in this sense. But uh, all of these older people were like, that's why that place should go. And like they were just griping. And I was like, wow, this is nuts. And I was like, this is perfect because we're talking about the worst reality shows. And I don't know if there were cameras or whatever, but there is a black ink right down the street and it's not, I'm not a fan. It's not good. Not good for us. I have to agree. And also uh, that is a great segue because black ink crew is scripted. Um, you usually see scripted when you see um, quote unquote confessionals. Um, and they have gone on record saying this, the people who participate in Black Ink Crew. Um, that's also what you were getting at was exploitation, um, which is like seeing Black people on TV acting this way. That show is created by white people. Um, and they chose those cities. They chose those people. They chose those places because they wanted to exploit them. And so, yeah, it's just, it's really bad. But they're also ushering in, I think it also is in the vein of my number two worst, which is the entire Love and Hip Hop franchise. Um, Wait, I actually, that's definitely on here for some honorable mentions. Ooh. Yes, yes. And the sad part about this is it, it was created by a Black woman. Um, and it was, okay, but I will say it does have its merits. It did give us Cardi B, right? Um, and it gave us uh, like some really amazing, iconic moments in time. But I think that the what outweighed it was the fact that it also, it just ushered in this scripted reality experience. It came before Black Ink. And it, it just, I hate it. Like, I think it's like, if you're going to mm. have, if you're going to go through writing a script, just make a series make us look good like or make a series like <laughs> make it yes yeah make it fictional Honestly, like yeah why do you have to script this and then anyway so i just i think it's terrible it's but i will say it did give us one of like i did watch the cardi b season because whoever was, was cutting it? she was like uh, like eight seasons of it maybe she was she was like three but i watched yeah. her first season uh, where she turns around and goes, um, if I hate you, I'm going to hate you for life. I always thought that was so funny. <laughs> and like her laugh and her messed up teeth. Like I thought it was just so funny. And whoever cut those promos and worked to get like make Cardi be a star, you really did the damn thing because they really, I loved it. I loved every second. I However, hate that series. I hate it. I hate it. You know, what's crazy is that I actually saw a clip of like, more recent seasons and our beloved Trina. Yeah. Our diamond princess is on it and she's insane. Yeah. Like 
I swear, put some boxing gloves on homegirl. They're just, she's not stop fighting. Why do we need this? It's yeah. not good. I hate it. Yeah. I, hate I mean, it. it's definitely, it brought like Omarion was on for a season. Uh, like it was, <laughs> it was. Why? Oh, because uh, whoever he was probably dating or something was like. Yeah, April. Yeah. Yeah, he was I dating her. Okay, well, well, not only reason I know her is because I watched that season of, of Love and Hip Hop, but then they had it like in other cities and it was just like, it was way too much. But another thing is, is it did relaunch the career of Remy Ma. And then, you know, now we don't know what she's doing. But I, I'm just saying, I do, it, they tried. I don't, think we, I don't think she needed that. Oh, she needed she did that. Not need that. Oh, I, I mean, well, maybe I don't know. Nobody knew what. Know. Nobody was checking for Remy Ma, and her man was on it before she was. So it was like. Also, the, I yeah. want to point out that the Stevie J, who was like the worst person of oh, just- it all, she <laughs> yes. was literally actively and in everyone's face sleeping with three different women, calling them all. His like wife's, and yeah. they're just fighting each other. Yeah, yeah. Good night. It see the part about it to why? me was just like, why is this scripted? Why I like why? just couldn't handle it. You could like see them reading the teleprompter. It was just too much for me. It was too much. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Like if it was yeah, a but... pure reality series, I may have been able to handle it. But the scripted just, I couldn't do it. I absolutely cannot. No. Oh well. All right, give me, give it to me. Give me your worst. <sighs> the worst, the worst offender of them all. And you know what this is. No. That bad boys of <gasps> LA. Whitney. Whitney. I don't think. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> over and tell the people how i sent you the promo because i didn't think it was a real show you sent me that and said we need to watch it and it's just like i think half gay men and a couple straight guys it is literally all gay men in two straight well yeah because some of them are like literally like oh it doesn't make any sense but they're just being fabulous walking out of these cars in this promo but when you watch the show Andrew the first Caldwell. five, the five first five minutes, they're literally, literally throwing blows. Fighting. Why? Yeah. Why? When it, it doesn't make any sense. And Brandon, it here's the gag. Here's the gag. I don't think it's scripted. It it whatever. If 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 it was scripted, they probably told them three things and then they started fighting. So. <laughs> who knows? It honestly, it felt. It felt draining. Like, I felt like a zombie after I watched it. Yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. And, like, honestly, it was just, it's, like, tedious. It's disgusting. I can't. It was the most unpleasant thing I've ever seen in my life. And, like, I felt sad. I felt like I was in a slump after. (laughs) Only, like, three episodes. I was like, what's wrong with me? I had to, like, get out and go for a walk. It's so bad. It's so, it's so bad. And then I feel bad because I had literally, I had other people. I'm like, oh, you should watch this because some clips are pretty funny. You watch it, but then you're like, wait a minute, they're like fighting, Brandon, like I'm dying. blood. People are yes. afraid of each other. And then they just showed the the money uh, reside man. See- the money, the money reside man is literally the most unhinged person on the planet. Like. He's literally nuts. He ruined but his reputation the, by being he on did. the show. He did. But also, he was, he was a car salesman making a weird oh. YouTube commercial. And reputation, he he's glowing up right now. Ain't nothing wrong with that. He probably was better off doing that, but he got on the show. There's nothing wrong with being a car salesman. I didn't say that. <laughs> But it's it's horrible. It's horrible. And then there's a, a clip of season two, and in the audition room, they're fighting the contestants to be on the show. <laughs> Do you remember when I sent you that? They're literally fighting, like jumping watch. over the table. Oh Why? My, my face hurts. <laughs> my face 
face literally hurts. Oh, oh my God, Brandon. I'm hot. I can't. You have to I stop. Can't. You have to stop. I am done. I can't do anything else. But please, whoever's out there and you're listening, do not watch this show. I won't do that to you. Oh Don't watch it. And the Don't sad thing Zeus. is Zeus. That Zeus that Zeus Networks needs to be demolished. <laughs> The Zeus Network is so crazy to me. I don't even understand what it is, where it came from. I feel like the Zeus Network is trying to bring back, like, more reality. And, like, I honestly don't understand what unhinged person is behind this. But that's neither here nor there. That was hilarious. Um, I'm glad I had a second to gather myself. Um, It is definitely on my honorable mentions next to its sister show, Bad Girls Club. But I also had a hard time with that because Bad Girls Club is also very racially mixed. I don't think it actually comments so much on black women, but I do hate what they did to the black women on that series. But that's neither here nor there. We are getting to my number one worst reality series of all time. And... That will have to be Basketball Wives, the full franchise. That's worse than Love and Hip Hop? To me, it is. Oh, I only watched like one season of all of this stuff. I think it's desperate. I think it's sad. (laughs) I hate the, I hate the, the like message that they're sending in this series. I think it's gross. Like, Everyone, it's just purely about everyone trying to get a man. And it just, it just feels like you have nothing else in your life. Like this, this woman I went out to brunch with yesterday, just immediately like had met me for like three minutes and said, and asked me, oh, are you dating? Like, are you married? Like all this stuff. And I said, um, why would you ask me that? (laughs) Well, I literally just said I had made this list and I, I made, I had this thought. And I had to say it to her. I was like, actually, <laughs> I was like, you know, I date. But to be honest, um, dating in marriage is not the number one most important thing in my life. And I, it, she was so taken aback. But I think it shows like this bullshit, basketball yeah. wives, that make it seem like that's all that we are good for. And I think it's bullshit. And I hate it. And I, I think it's like one of the worst series of all time. And not on top of that, it's also scripted and it's dumb. It doesn't need to exist. It's so stupid. And like, so then there may be a person in the back who raises their hand and says, Whitney, Whitney, excuse me. What's the difference between that and Real Housewives of Atlanta and the entire Real Housewives franchise? Thank you for asking, person in the back. I will tell you. (laughs) One. (laughs) They were really wondering. Okay. Yes. One, Basketball Wives is scripted. They put this together for that. Two, the issues that come up in the Real Housewives franchise, and like there have been arguments about the Real Housewives being scripted. I don't believe that it is, but we can argue. Well, you you did give us. Uh, you said if there's a confessional, there's the the chances of it. The chances of it being scripted are higher. Yes, okay. if there's a confessional, uh, but. The issue that I, the issue that I have with basketball wives is this, just like under this feeling or this not feeling this theme that that is all that they're good for, and I just feel like the the core theme of Real Housewives is a many times a lot of them are single, and yes, a lot of them are dating or whatever, but they usually are self made. In a lot of ways. And what Basketball Wives is about is about women who marry purely the whole thing. It's in the name. Just (laughs) to just to like get money. And like they have no they have like no talent, no anything. And it's it's like if we could rank the Kardashians in this, I would put it right next to it. Because there's just nothing about them that is like driving them to have any real impact on the culture other than fighting and fucking. And to me, I think that we should be sending other messages. And also, they those women ha- have zero personality. And 
the Real Housewives well, wasn't, just has wasn't better Shaq's, casting. Wasn't Shaq's wife on it? Wasn't I she love Shawnee O'Neal. I love yeah, Shawnee yeah. O'Neal. And someone did bring me bring it up to me that Shawnee probably was um in charge of this. She like, you know, she came, she pitched it, the idea, whatever. Um however, that's great. It's still I still feel like all of those women lack agency. I think that they lack any type of real drive to do anything in the world other than marrying someone. And <laughs> we are full blown humans. We can do other things. We could do other things. <sighs> oh. And I digress. Wow. Yes. All right. Honorable mentions, you name some of mine, but growing up hip hop and T.I.'s entire family universe. I don't ever want to see T.I. Oh my God, there is Tiny and Toria. Remember that? Yeah, I'll, I don't watch. I don't, I didn't watch any of that, so I have no idea. So I don't want I, it. I definitely wasn't putting things I've never at least seen the episode, so I don't know. But uh, I watched an episode, and, and those kids are very cute, but no thank you. <laughs> I just remember when she got green eyes. Why did she do that? Why do black people get contacts in general? I mean, clear ones to see, but I, the colored <laughs> ones you mean. Yes. I don't know. Clear I don't ones. know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. That's dead. I don't know. It was very strange. Okay. But I guess my only last two honorable mentions would be Bad Girls Club. It's, it's horrible. Um, but definitely nothing on the level of <laughs> Bad Boys Club. Nothing would beat that. And then it, I did have um, Love and Hip Hop as nice. an honorable mention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say that we did have a lot more that were good for the culture than were bad for the culture. Yes, we did. But we I, also- think, I think it's just, I think it uh, so much gave us pure entertainment where we didn't feel like we wanted to jump off a bridge like watching Bad Boys Club. Or Basketball Wives. Or Basketball Wives. Or Love and Hip Hop, for that matter. Or all of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there's, there's like, there's, like, I think there's also a good rank could be, like, do I feel like I'm getting dumber? Dumber. Watching this. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I think it's everything we literally mentioned in the worst ones. Yeah. So. All that being said, um, I do feel as if we are about to enter into a TV era of more reality. So I feel Mm -hmm. like we should check in on this because, and the reason why is because of the fact that I think more streamers are trying to create cost savings and crank out things and like Love is Blind, like all of these, the ultimatum, like these Netflix, like figured out, oh, we can make these shows really cheaply. And, like, just crank them out like crazy. And I – and then 90 Day Fiance, which is uh, – I don't know. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. And Marriage at I First Sight. Just... So, I don't know. I don't think this is going to be our last reality episode. I think there's yeah, uh, there's no. a lot more to come. Oh, my gosh. I'm scared. But this was fun. And mm-hmm. it had me looking back on some of my favorites. Yeah. Those college days, we really were watching – flavor of love and yeah. new york and charm school yes oh, so well, good well listener we'd love to hear from you um please let us know what you think are some of the best and worst uh black reality tv series or or movies maybe they exist um of all time and we'd love to hear from you on instagram you can slide into our dms or just comment or you know follow all those things um and before you go please brandon what should they do like follow subscribe share retweet well we don't have twitter (laughs) (laughs) repost do everything at look at us pod come on y'all we love to hear from y'all we love to see it but we need to grow yes share us share it yes And we'll see you next week. Bye.